As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. The Athletic. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. It's Thursday, the 30th of November. I'm Michael Bailey, and on today's show... Anana errors leave United on the brink. There was a collective what the hell just happened there at full time. While Arsenal qualify in style. 6-0. Six goal scorers for Arsenal. Plus, have Real Madrid already lined up their next manager? Scaloni is now a candidate to take over Ancelotti at Real Madrid. This is the Daily Football Briefing with Michael Bailey. Compelling, calamity, quality, last night's Champions League action had it all. Let's get you up to speed with what happened. Arsenal made it through to the last 16, won Group B and they did it in style. Oh, brilliant goal! It's the captain this time, Martin Erdegaard. And Arsenal in this first half have been simply sensational. Yes, it was 5-0 at half-time and 6-0 come the end as Arsenal thrashed Lens with six different scorers. We'll come back to Arsenal in a tick. But also in Group B, PSV Eindhoven scored twice in the final 10 minutes to win 3-2 at 10-man Sevilla and join Arsenal in the knockout stages. Hey Jude, how's that shoulder issue? Oh, it's a lovely ball in and it's a brilliant goal! And the wonderful story of Jude Bellingham continues! Bad it turns out, Bellingham scored again for Real Madrid as they beat Napoli 4-2 to win Group C. More on Real shortly. The other game in that group saw 10-man Braga come from behind to draw at home with Union Berlin. Group D may have already been wrapped up, but let's have a moment for João Mario's first half hat-trick for Benfica. Still got it. Mario! There's the hat-trick! Well, this evening, João Mario has demonstrated a real talent for being in the right place at the right time. Which was great, until Inter came back after the break to draw 3-3. Real Sociedad also drew 0-0 with RB Salzburg, so the winner of Group D will be decided in two weeks' time when Real head to Inter. All of which leaves Group A, where Manchester United gave up a two-goal lead twice in Turkey, eventually drawing 3-3 with Galatasaray. Bruno Fernandes with the shot! Oh, what a goal! Oh my days! Yes, whips it in, trying to catch. Oh, he's done him! He's done him! He's caught O'Neill again. What on earth is the Manchester United goalkeeper doing there? And it's going to end, I think, all square. The referee blows the full-time whistle. 
and you feel like standing and applauding the players off because they've given everything tonight. Later in the evening, Copenhagen held group winners Bayern Munich to a goalless draw in Germany. Dan Sheldon is in a soggy Istanbul and saw United firsthand. Dan, torrential rain meant the game was in danger of being postponed before kickoff. Will United now wish it had been? Well, it was, yeah, as, as you said, that the rain was just torrential all day in Istanbul. And I think after 20 minutes, I think United were 2-0 were up. They silenced the crowd as, as best as you could silence that crowd. And seemingly cruising, you know, and I'm pretty sure at that point they were delighted the game went ahead. But it was just... Yeah, I think there was a collective what the hell just happened there at full time with the game ending 3-3 and Palestri missing from a handful of yards out, which you know would have given United such an important win. But it was a thrilling game, really exciting end to end. But in some respects, you know, it was the best of United, but also the very worst. It was a crazy game to watch. There were so many chances created. Andre Anana is going to come under more scrutiny for his errors in this game, as well as a fair few others through the group stages. How did Derek Ten Hag react to his performance? The manager, he he came out and you know he said you win and lose as a team. The team needs to play better. Lamented the free kicks being given, like as in needless fouls, and it was Bruno Fernandes responsible for both fouls. And then instead of saying Onana should have done better, actually praised. Hakim Ziyech, who he obviously knows very well and said, you know, he's an outstanding player, one of the best in the world. And, you know, I've seen him do that to to many of the best goalkeepers in the world. So, no, it's no particular surprise that he, he's done that to to Andre. However, you know, if you, you take an objective look back, you think for the first free kick, he's gone to dive the wrong way, which has left him wrong footed. And the, the, the ball's just sailed past him fairly meekly. And then for the for the second, I, I couldn't even tell you what is going on <laughs> with that second one. I, I just... The only conclusion I have is just that at the end of it, he's almost just like throwing the ball into his net. That's what it, that's what it seems to look like. And the third, I think if, you, if you're being very harsh about the third, you may argue that his positioning is slightly off. You know, he's too far over to one side and that's left the gap. But I think at that point, you know, you're singling him out. The, the third was a, a great finish. But if you're being picky, you may say he was still in the wrong place. And Dan, talk us through what this result means for United's qualification hopes. Well, it, it's out of their hands now. They have to beat Bayern Munich, first and foremost, at Old Trafford in their final game. They are now relying on Copenhagen and Galatasaray drawing. You know, if either Copenhagen or Galatasaray win that match, then United mathematically can't catch them. And the best they can hope for at that point would be finishing third and a spot in the Europa League. So, yes, their spell in the Champions League is that cliche hanging by a thread and is completely out of their hands. Thanks, Dan. From one English club to another, although the mood was much more joyous at the Emirates as Lens were put to the sword. Arsenal became the first English team to lead by five or more goals at half-time in a Champions League match and the first team in the competition's history to have five different scorers in the first 45 minutes. Jordan Campbell saw the history unfold in North London and he joins us now. Jordan, was it pretty clear Arsenal were in a hurry against Lens? Well, I think you could say that uh, for certain. Uh, Arteta said during the week that... You know, they'd struggled for early goals. I think they'd been saving them up for tonight. So five goals by half-time, game completely killed by 27 minutes in. And I think the most pleasing thing for him is it's the first time this season, believe it or not, that they've been able to start Odegaard, Havertz, Martinelli, Saka and Jesus in the same team. You actually don't realise that they've not all played in the same game, but every one of them got on the score sheet tonight. And uh, yeah, it was the most fluent they've looked, albeit helped by the fact that Lons, a bit like PSV and some other European teams, will come out and, and take Arsenal 
head on. But you know, I think that's what will give Arsenal hope that they can really go deep in this competition because teams aren't sitting in like in the Premier League. And as you as you see, when they get space like that, they're absolutely ruthless. You mentioned Kai Havertz there. He followed up his winner at Brentford with the opening goal. Ha- has he turned a bit of a corner at Arsenal now? Well, I think so because he song the sixty million down the drain. There is a bit of irony coming to that rather than people actually thinking, wait, is this actually <laughs> maybe maybe true? So I think two goals in a, a few days will do his confidence a lot of good. And I think in the second half as well, you've seen he was playing a lot more naturally than he has been the last few months. So I think that'll take a bit of time. But, you know, you know, playing some minutes in the same position, get a bit of consistency, I think, is, is ideal for him. I mean, Arsenal are now top of the Premier League. They've been pretty comfortable on their Champions League return. Are they starting to hit a new gear for this season? Arteta used the analogy that if you're stuck in traffic and you want to go 100 miles an hour, you're still going to struggle to do that. And I think that's been the case in the Premier League. But in the Champions League, you know, after five seasons out, I think maybe some people were nervous about getting through a group stage. It's not as easy as it seems. But to do it with a game to spare, to have PSV where in two weeks where they can rest players before a tough game against Brighton. I think that's ideal to give people at Rice, Saka, even give some of the young boys like Nguyeneri and Blue Skelly a European debut would be great. So yeah, I, th- I think they are maybe hitting the groove, but even though we're saying they haven't, they still only lost one game, two games this season to, uh, if you include Lons and Newcastle, and the Newcastle one was obviously debatable. So they're a, they're a very solid team. I think you've got the base there to, to now improve and, and, and add on to the platform that they've built. You're listening to the Daily Football Briefing from The Athletic. Now, you may remember this time last week on the Daily Football Briefing, we heard from our reporter Jack Lang. That was after Argentina boss Lionel Scaloni suggested he'd soon be leaving his job in charge of the World Cup winners. Scaloni really put the cat amongst the pigeons by making this announcement after the game that he was considering his future. Well, the good news for Argentina is that Scaloni is set to manage the world champions at next summer's Copa America. In fact, he's due in Miami next month for the tournament draw. However, one of the biggest jobs in European football could be coming up in the summer, and it doesn't take a mass magician to add Scaloni's future availability to the job as Carlo Ancelotti's successor at Real Madrid. Our football reporter, Felipe Cardenas, joins us now. Felipe, take us through the nice little thread of potential managerial switches that's just been reported. Yeah, there looks like to be a bit of a domino effect, right? If Carlo Ancelotti, Real Madrid's manager, ends up taking the Brazil national team job as is expected before the 2024 Copa America, that leaves a very big job open in Europe, which is the Real Madrid job. And Lionel Scaloni's name has popped up recently, even before he revealed that he thought he would perhaps leave the national team after that Brazil win. Scaloni is now a candidate to take over Ancelotti at Real Madrid. If he takes over at Real Madrid, if he leaves the national team after the Copa America, that leaves the Argentina national team job open. A defending World Cup champion would be without a job. And I think that would be one of the biggest jobs in the world. But obviously, they're going to go for an Argentine. And I think the the leading candidate would be Marcelo Gajardo. So the big question, I suppose, is how how likely is all of this to actually happen? Yeah, it's a good question because even the Ancelotti to Brazil link is is now a bit wobbly. You're not really sure, like, what kind of project does Ancelotti expect to take over for? Brazil are in shambles right now. You know, he has been public in saying that I'm staying at Real Madrid. This is my job. Uh, there's still the possibility that, that Madrid renew him. And then that would throw this whole domino effect into disarray because he would stay at the Real Madrid job. But I think it's pretty likely. I do believe that Lionel Scaloni is is going to leave the Argentina national team job after the Copa America. That is the latest report. And I think it makes sense. 
That was Felipe Cardenas. You can hear more about Carlo Ancelotti's future in the latest edition of the Athletic Football Podcast, wherever you're listening to us now. The European football continues tonight. Only two teams in the Europa League have made it into the last 32 so far. That's Atalanta and Jabi Alonso's Bayer Leverkusen. Liverpool will be hoping they join them when they host Austrian side Lask. Brighton, Marseille, Rangers, Roma, Sporting and West Ham are among the others that can reach the knockout stages tonight. Then in the Europa Conference League, the likes of Aston Villa, Fenerbahce and Fiorentina can win their group and also book some European football in the new year. You can watch all the Europa and Conference League games you'd wish to over at TNT Sports and Discovery Plus in the UK or Paramount Plus in the States. And that's it for today's briefing. Thanks for listening. I've been Michael Bailey. Your producers were Abby Patterson and Mike Zimmerman and executive producer was Ian McIntosh. If you like what you've heard, feel free to subscribe and come back for more. Adam Leventhal will be with you tomorrow morning. In the meantime, have a top day. The Athletic.